I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Well, I'm sitting here in this big, comfortable, black leather papa chair in my living room again. But this time, I wish I were strapped into the left front seat of my airplane, getting ready to go vroom, vroom. I call my plane Miss T, because the tail number ends with a letter T, and because she's a lady. Miss T's in the shop right now, so I am temporarily grounded. And I thought what I'd do is take a few minutes to tell you a little bit about airplanes and pilots and a prop chick. So get yourself stretched out and get yourself comfortable and... There will be no pop quiz. But next time you're sitting in an airliner waiting to take off, or if you're in the terminal, here's something to look for. When you see a small, single-engine plane with the wing up on top, the chances are pretty good that it's a Cessna. If the wing is on the bottom, the chances it's a Piper, like mine. If it has one wing on top and another on the bottom, the chances are that it's either very old or it's a very hot little aerobatic airplane called a Pitts. P-I-T-T-S. We see a guy with four stripes and a pilot hat pulling a little roll-along case behind him. He's a captain, and he's got his charts and probably a change of underwear in that case. The first officers have three stripes on their shoulders and probably some clean socks in their cases. they got a lot of lives and a lot of very expensive airplane in their hands, so they tend to be very careful people. And guess what almost all of these guys do on the days that they're not flying those huge Boeing or Airbus monsters? That's right. They're usually down at some little airport flying their own little airplane. Now, there are some high-profile guys like John Travolta and Harrison Ford and, and Tom Cruise who fly their own planes, but... Most pilots, big plane pilots and little plane pilots, are just like me, just guys who like to fly. And most of us are guys. Something like 95% of American pilots are guys. And it is my personal experience that the 5% who are non-guys are almost all excellent pilots. In fact, one of the best is a gorgeous blonde by the name of Patty Wagstaff. She's an aerobatic champion, and she has a great sense of humor. Lots of times she'll fly an air show anonymously, and when she lands, everybody wants to cheer for that stud pilot. And the canopy slides back, and she stands up, and she takes off her helmet, and she shakes out her long blonde hair at the crowd. And let me tell you, the cheers get very loud. But somebody seems to have pulled the plug on pilots. In 1980, there were about 850,000 American pilots. And last year, we were down to a little bit more than a half million. And we're losing airports all the time, too. That's a sad story. But flying is a happy story about freedom and satisfaction and sometimes about God. When I take people to the little airport where I keep Miss T, almost everybody's surprised that I don't have to get permission from anybody to take off and fly anywhere I want to go. My airport is too small to need a control tower, so we just get in, and my lady wonder wench puts on her baseball hat that says prop chick on the front, and she gets on the radio, and she warns everybody on the frequency that a couple of Louie Louie generation folks are rolling on the runway, and we're going, 
wherever we want to go. It's about as free as you can get. You got to remember, there's a huge difference between the kind of airports that uh, the airliners fly out of. Those are called Bravo airports, big, huge places, LAX, Kennedy, places like that. They're very formal. I mean, you go in there and you got to be very careful about what you say. You know, you get slammed up against the wall and patted down. You go to my little airport and if you stand around and look kind of wistfully at the airplanes for any length of time, some guy will come along and offer you a cup of coffee and a donut and may even get a an offer of a free ride, especially if you happen to be a pretty lady. My airplane, Miss T, is a little Piper airplane. Four seats, 160 horsepower engine, and the landing gear stays down all the time. I like it that way. Top speed on Ms. T is about 130 knots on a good day. Comes to about uh, 140 miles an hour, something like that. Some of my buddies like to kid me. They'll tell me, you know, Lady Wonder Wench likes to drive faster than that in the driveway. <laughs> That's true. But anyway, we were in about nine gallons of aviation gas an hour. And if I were to sell Miss T, I figure she'd be worth around $50,000. But I am not selling Miss T, as long as I can pass my every-other-year physical and my every-other-year flight test. And as long as my lady wonder wench will keep on putting on her prop chick baseball cap and go flying with me. I have a buddy who calls his girlfriend Biker Chick, which is why I call Ms. Wench Prop Chick. My license says I'm a private pilot, single-engine land with an instrument rating. That means I'm allowed to fly a single-engine plane in just about any kind of crummy weather I can find if I'm an idiot enough to do that. And I must admit I used to be that kind of an idiot. Till one day I flew into a thunderstorm that was hiding in the clouds. I got lucky. Most guys don't. Even Monster Airlines avoid thumper bumpers. There's nothing to kid around about it thunderstorm. As you probably figured, most of the guys with the three or four stripes you see strutting around the major airports are airline transport pilots. That's the PhD of pilot's licenses. They have to requalify both physicals and flight tests twice a year instead of every other year like I do. With some very few unfortunate exceptions, those guys are aces. They even know how to sound bored on the plane's PA system, yeah? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is your captain. I have uh, some good news and some bad news. The good news is that it looks like we'll be landing way ahead of schedule. Bad news is, yes, that was the left wing that just fell off the plane. Now, don't get upset. I have hardly ever been in an airplane, a big one or a small one, when the left wing has fallen off. Hang on tight to that right wing, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. You shouldn't do that. When you're flying, you're in really good shape because, you know, the guy or the lady who's sitting up there in that left left front seat, you know, he's got to take good care of you because, you know, he's the one who's going to hit first if you crash. Keep that in mind. I never wanted to be an airline pilot. I'm just one of those ordinary guys who simply loves to fly. Miss T takes us to see family in other states. Sure beats driving, especially on holidays. We've flown over fireworks on the 4th of July together, and we've looked down at rainbows, down at rainbows. And in the cold and 
dark of a lot of Decembers, we found the small lights of Christmas shining up from the windows of homes. And one year, we even saw the blaze of neon from New York City as we were flying from Long Island over to my buddy Al's house in Jersey. And I got to tell you, sometimes at night, you can almost feel the clean, clear light of a full moon. I just love to fly. Dick's Details, a bunch of absolutely unimportant stuff to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear, and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Did you know that given the opportunity, chimpanzees will hunt ducks? I think given the opportunity, sometimes one of them will be elected to high federal office. Did you know that the average man's viagral part is three times the length of his thumb. And right now, the average man listening to this podcast is busy measuring his thumb, as is his girlfriend. Uh, guess which country has the lowest birth rate in the world? Tick-tock, tick-tock. That's right. The Vatican. Twas not always thus. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. There are, of course, some really great movies that you can rent about flying. There's the Airport series with Dean Martin and his crew, and there is Airport and Airport 2, which will keep you <laughs> chuckling for a bit. The High and Mighty is right up there. Ha, da, 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 da. Air Force One and Six Days, Seven Nights are a couple of Harrison Ford's best. Very different, but uh, very good. Harrison Ford, besides being a fixed-wing pilot, also flies his own helicopter. And uh, a few years ago, evidently some kid, I think it was a Boy Scout, got lost in a desert. And Harrison Ford happened to be flying along in his helicopter. Now, think about this from the kid's perspective. All right, you're, you're lost. You're out in the desert. You've been there for a couple of days. You're scared stiff. You haven't had any water. You don't know where you are. You think you're going to die. You hear a helicopter. You turn around. The helicopter lands and out climbs Indiana Jones. <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, airplane movie. The, the Howard Hughes movie. Very, very good. Especially the part where he's flying at night with his girlfriend. I like doing that, too. The Pierce Brosnan Thomas Crown Affair has this gorgeous glider sequence in it. You'll love it. And every time the space shuttle comes back safely, I love watching some really great stick work. See, that thing has almost no lift from those little tiny wings. And they have no fuel left, so it has to be a dead stick landing every time. I did a whole personal audio CD about two pilots and a lady. It's called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. And here's a chapter called God's Phone is Off the Hook. God's Phone is Off the Hook Again. 
And the thing that turns my eyes yellow is that he doesn't even know that I'm angry at him for letting so many bad things happen to so many good people. Innocent little babies born deformed, gentle old women. All they have left is faded pictures and old love letters and a wedding band so worn that it looks like a gold string. And my little Annie, my sunshine, what did she do to God? All she wanted was to love and be loved in return. Why do you let people wander around homeless, cold, confused, and in the brutal snow? Don't you know you're letting little kids get AIDS? Didn't you notice that half the marriages in the world are crushing the people who are trying, really trying to make them work, both men and women? Can't you see that you've given most of the power in this world to narrow-eyed, redneck, teeth-grinding, selfish, fiery-faced, rich, ruthless bastards? How come, how come, God? Only young and beautiful people get a break. How about the rest of us? What are you doing, God? I could do better. The priest says God is love. I said, let's get that in writing, Father. God made everything out of nothing. But I've noticed lots of the nothing wearing through these days. But then I look at Annie. She's going to make it. She's strong enough to hold my hand again. They said it's a miracle. Your fastball right down across the plate. When you dropped her into that smug, comfortable life I had going, I thought you were throwing at my head. It turns out it was just that big major league curve of yours. I'm trying to write down what she's all about in my life. i got to figure that out. This is your way of telling me how hard it is to create anything, isn't it, God? This blank page that I'm looking at, trying to write down what I'd do if you'd taken her away, my little Annie. If you were living on Earth right now, God, I guess guys like me would always be getting mad and smashing your windows. And you wouldn't say anything, because you never do. Guess I've got to get it through my head that you've got a right to put whatever gifts you want in the box, and you've also got the right to put whoever's name that you want on the tag. I couldn't really do better. Sorry about that. I wouldn't even know where to begin being immortal. I get bored on a stormy Sunday afternoon when I can't fly my plane. So the power to get rich is a gift from God, because that's the way it is. So is the pleasure of climbing into a little airplane with somebody you love and flying up into a clear full moon until the plane can't go any higher and then cutting the power and gliding back down in the moonlight, watching the lights of the city get larger and larger and making love right there in the midnight magic. There's also an all-night game of chess with real wooden pieces by a fireplace in February with family stories and Beethoven and Roberta Flack and an occasional cup of perfect coffee. I've got to learn that we're here for your convenience, God, not the other way around. You had a right to make the chicken before the egg if you didn't want to sit on the eggs. I've got to learn that we're your play-doh, God, and you have a right to make whatever you want. It's your clay. I don't like that. I wish I could honestly say I don't believe in you. I have no idea what I'm going to do for eternity. That's your business. But God, for that instant, that one little instant when you found an extra breath of life for this precious little clay called Annie, thanks. Thanks.
told you sometimes flying is about God. Some of you know that my lady wonder wench's middle name is Annie. And as I guess you can kind of figure, there is more than a little of our real-life story told in, in this story. That's God's phone is off the hook from the personal audio CD called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, or you'd like to hear the whole story, just go to DickSummer.com, download it from the icon on the homepage. There's such joys in flying. Sometimes, on a calm and cloudless day, even with the engine up at full power, your mind can get completely quiet. And sometimes suddenly something goes wrong, and this shot of fear goes tearing through your gut, and it shocks the life back into you. And sometimes, especially when you're flying alone or or with somebody you love, and the sun comes up in the first light of dawn, you can actually feel the warmth of God. And you never forget how terribly you tremble in His thunder. I don't know any pilots who are completely sure that there's no God. There's just such power and beauty up there. I really love to fly. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.